Hey everyone, welcome to Inside Northumbria, a series of podcasts giving you a chance to hear how we do things the Northumbria way. Hello and welcome back to Inside Northumbria, a podcast that shows off our fantastic staff and their amazing resilience. Today, as part of Sexual Health Week, we're with Mercy, a nurse advisor from our sexual health service. So, welcome Mercy. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, thanks Elisa. My name is Mercy um, and I'm a nurse advisor from um, the one-to-one centre in Shiremoor. We're part of the Northumbria NHS Trust and I've been doing this role in the la- uh, for seven years now. I basically qualified as a public health nurse in 2014 with a background of working for the NHS Direct, which is now 111, so it's basically telephony kind of um, assessment and triage. I basically carry out health promotion advice and counseling and delivery of care for patients with um, with positive infe- infections or as a sexually transmitted infection. We trace previous partners um, of their um, STI contact status to prevent spread of infection or even reinfection. And we liaise with other services in terms of safeguarding both adult and children. And when necessary, we also give relevant information for uh, men having relationship with men in what they need to know to protect their future health. And we work with other services outside the GUM clinic uh, to make sure that, again, to stop the spread of infection. And as well as um, I I work alongside the um, specialist nurses in the clinic that carry out the um, contraceptive needs of the public. So what was it about this profession that you wanted to get into? Well, it's really a passion about public health. Because when I came here in 2000, because I'm originally from the Philippines, Mm -hmm. I don't really know about community nursing. And I was so interested into it that um, I work in the theatres. And basically, you know, everything is routine. You know, know, if you have a patient that needs this certain type of um, um, surgery, you Mm -hmm. know what instrument you're going to put out and how long and what have you. But basically, there's less interaction with patients, and okay. I thought I really wanted to do something more out there. So I thought, right, for me to understand public health, I went to um, NHS Direct at the time, which is now yeah. the one-on-one services, mm-hmm. and that's how I was like, you know, um, become more aware of how things are being done outside the hospital sort of scenario and it was really nice and I kind of enjoyed it and I have this opportunity to apply for the public health nursing sort of um, degree mm-hmm. in uh, Northumbria University and um, I did that for the whole year and mm-hmm. when I qualified and then straight away got the job as a nurse advisor. Oh brilliant, fantastic. Okay, so what is it that you love so much about your role and working for Northumbria too? Yeah, it's about you know um, being able to um, give information to patients who doesn't really understand why mm-hmm. they need to look after their sexual health. You know, if you have um, you know sexual interaction with those people, yeah. that they need to be made aware that they could be the person who's given the infection mm-hmm. or maybe carrying carrying the infection without realizing. Yeah. And uh, and uh, basically to stop the spread of infection, make them more aware. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice to kind of impart the knowledge 
of yeah. you know um, making them understand that they need to look after their sexual health making them understand that the implication of your actions now if you don't understand what you're doing could be something detrimental when yeah. they're older because some infection that not you know STI infection that if it's not properly managed or treated they could end up with a complication yeah. and could be um, like I said you know they might have problems having babies basically yeah. or you know issues with inf infertility yeah yeah so you and are making mm -hmm. a difference aren't you really yeah. you, you and it, mm -hmm. it's creating a safe space which you are doing so yeah. that's and that's it's amazing to hear yeah and we also talk about risk-taking behavior right and at the same thing because obviously that comes hand in hand with you know um their attitude towards sex so you know we talk about how to be safe absolutely yeah so i think it's it's this is exactly why we want to do a podcast with with someone from the sexual health service mm -hmm. because it's an opportunity to raise awareness about being aware of your sexual health and understanding that not every um STI shows symptoms and it's yeah. important to seek that help when mm -hmm. you when you need it or you feel that you that you need help or mm -hmm. support and you're there for them so yeah. that's great so obviously covid's impacted everybody in some way or another um how's covid impacted your day-to-day -day work well well we do used to see a lot of patients in the clinic we kind of going back to that sort of yeah. um, practice now but during the hype of the covid we actually um have to adapt to the current you know situation i know everybody in the you know a in the hospital or the clinic setup has been doing a lot of that as well mm. we have done um, telephone triage and basically doing assessment over the phone and then reprioritize you know if they need to be seen in the clinic um, because they have symptoms and then we will allocate an appointment for them and basically it used to be the patient could come in you know um, um, some of them if they have symptoms they can just walk in and as right. long as they're willing to wait we can see them but nowadays it has to be over the telephone and this is obviously to um, to um, minimize the, the contact um, in the clinic yeah obviously with uh, the, to, to avoid any um, possibility of um, picking up the infection themselves mm -hmm. so and it's been really helpful yeah. because we don't used to have somebody on the phone that will telephone them right. and ask them why you wanted to book an appointment so it has been um, beneficial yeah. for the service and for the patients as well yeah, and it it is working well at the moment. Although we are going slow, um, slowly going back to to normal. Yeah. But we're still continuing to do the telephone assessment. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's great to hear that that is a positive that's come out such a difficult year. Mm -hmm. You know, you are able to adapt. You've been able to adapt the service, but in a way that it can actually continue running and possibly mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. improve a little bit. So that's it's great to hear. Yeah. So with covid what are some of the challenges you've faced i know that we said you know that is a positive you've had a few positives come out of them um, the ad adaptation of the service but what are some of the challenges you've faced from it um the major challenge is stuffing okay so when you are in contact with someone with the infection the covid infection mm -hmm. then you have to kind of isolate yeah and if you have the infection yourself then obviously you have yeah. to quarantine and staffing has been an issue yeah. in running the service. Try as much to, uh, as much as possible to, 
you know, to reassure them unless it's really important that they need to be seen straight away. Mm -hmm. Then we do arrange for them to come to the clinic. If not, we kind of signpost them because we have managed to speak to them and know their symptoms. We could either tell them, right, this is your situation at the moment. I think this is the best way to do it. Go to your GP or if your symptoms get worse, you go to the nearest um, walk-in services. So we do, um, you know, utilize other services as well to support the need of the the patients. Yeah, fantastic. So obviously this has been a very memorable period. What what for you will you remember most about this time during the last 18 months of, of the pandemic? It has changed the way we deal with um, our day-to-day Definitely. activities not just at home but also at work mm-hmm. you have to wear all the PPE yeah. to make sure that you protect yourself as, um, as well as the patient we, we rely on each other more yeah. than we've ever done before and it actually make most of the practitioner closer mm-hmm. because you kind of rely on each other's yeah. strengths and obviously rely on each other to kind of comfort you in times of difficulties really are challenges in the you know in this in the clinical setup so it's been a positive and it's the same time very challenging in terms of you know being a a health practitioner of course Mm -hmm. of course okay so obviously we have had these difficulties but with things starting to get a little bit more back to normal what are you looking forward to over the next year you know we're looking forward to um you know a more relaxed environment yeah. in either workplace or at home or elsewhere mm-hmm. it's been very um positive as well for everybody because we get to appreciate our local area definitely even more and support our you know um you know um local businesses definitely and um yeah we get more appreciative of what we've got around us and um like I've never been into I mean I've lived here for the last 20 years and never wanted to get close to the sea but now you know yeah. I'm there almost every week when the sun's out uh-huh, there get great. the paddleboard or the kayak Fantastic. just get in there and makes you feel a lot more you know um you know happier yeah because okay, obviously in, the, in these times of um with the pandemic you need to make sure that you look after your own men- mental Definitely. health as well um, so it's been very good and I wish to continue doing that right. and also um, yeah like I said um, the support that we get from each other from work and we just have to continue that as well mm. and um, yeah so as a final message obviously it is sexual health week what is the message that you want to get out to the public and say you know what what's that one thing that you want people to understand and know um, I just wanted to say for those who still who are still um, embarrassed about their sexual health, that we are here as a service that uh, we can provide confidential help, and um, don't wait until you have got some s- symptoms before you even seek help. Give us a ring. I'll be more than happy to talk to you about things that you're worried about. And if we're not able to help you from our service, we can certainly signpost you to either to your GP so that you can be referred elsewhere if that is something that you needed. And um, um, try to understand that your uh, sexual health is part of your general health and you shouldn't overlook that. And um, 
And I also wanted to add to that that we do provide all forms of contraception and that we also give free emergency contraception for those who are worried that if they haven't get anything and um, we, we, we have specialist nurses who will go through that with you whichever um, um, method that you prefer and um, yes so just give us a ring fantastic well thank you so much mercy for coming to talk to me today and um, i think you've provided a lot of information and it's really useful especially during sexual health week okay well thank you very much and if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe to listen to more episodes